Hello, this is Jeremy. Um, it's Wednesday afternoon, 13th of May. I'd like to share with you this afternoon uh, something that I covered in the Facebook page, which I've set up called Pursuing Spiritual Maturity. And in particular, I want to talk about when your obedience is fulfilled. And if I can quote some scripture to start with, I'll go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 to 6. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Our weapons of warfare are spiritual. They're not carnal. And our spiritual weapons are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So what are strongholds? What are your strongholds? We go to um, Strong's Concordance. It tells us strongholds is the Greek word Okuroma, G3794, spelt Okuroma. And it says from a remote derivative, meaning to fortify through the idea of holding safely a castle. Figuratively speaking, a stronghold. So, wrong thoughts, wrong beliefs, these are strongholds. Wrong fortified thoughts, wrong fortified beliefs. These are in your mind, and your mind needs renewing. Your mind needs to think spiritually, to stop thinking carnally. What does carnally mean? Well, the Greek in Strong's Concordance again is G4559, and it's spelt, or it's pronounced rather, Sarkikos. And it's pertaining to flesh, that is, by extension, bodily, temporal, or by implication, animal, unregenerate, carnal, fleshly. It's, in essence, the five senses. To see, to hear, to smell, to touch, to feel. Probably missed one there, but you know the five senses. The flesh wants to indulge itself. Think about it. You know it's true. The flesh wants to do everything that is against God. The flesh is interested in self. Indulging self. The flesh needs to be trained to think like God. The flesh needs to be trained to do as God does. And all that knowledge is in our spirit. Remember that our spirit, once we were born again, has been changed. The old man is gone. We are new creatures, a new creation. 
a sinful nature has died. It's been replaced with the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Exactly as Jesus, that's what our spirit is. It's not a copy of Jesus, it's Jesus himself. So our thoughts, that's our soul, our mind, our conscience, our emotions, our senses, need to change from carnality to spirituality. Now that is done by turning on the valve, if you like, and enabling our spirit to influence our soul and our body, to influence our mind and train our soul and our body to think and act like our spirit, like Jesus himself. This is done when we decide to believe God's word. All of it, not just little bits here and there that we choose, but all of God's word. And very importantly, to do God's word. The problem is that the world is against God. We know that. Everything, more or less, is being manipulated by Satan to not believe in God. That way, Satan aims to destroy us through lies and deception. Our parents, our school teachers, our friends, our colleagues, our business clients, our Christian brothers and sisters, inadvertently perhaps, you name it, are being fooled into living carnal lives. Their influence is all around us. The TV, the radio, the newspapers, the internet. All the media is influenced either totally or partially by, by deception, by the lies of the enemy, by Satan and his followers. You need to counter all these destructive influences by meditating on God's word until it's a part of you until you are naturally supernatural. That comes about only when you are a doer of God's word. Taking captive every carnal thought is being a doer of God's word. Speaking only good things about your Christian brothers and sisters is being a doer of God's word. Healing the sick is being a doer of God's word. Casting out demons is being a doer of God's word. Raising the dead is being a doer of God's word. Proclaiming the good news is being a doer of God's word. We are to cast down every argument, every saying, every written word that is against godly principles. We're not to be passive. to be active to put it into practice this will happen when we know what is God and what isn't God if you believe God uses sickness or a bad experience or creates a bad experience to teach us something then you will go along with it won't you if you don't think you can do all things through Christ then you won't do all things through Christ. So you need to think spiritually, not carnally. When we watch TV, and there is much on TV that satisfies our carnality, that is not healthy for us, we will be influenced by what we watch, won't we? If we accept that, why are we watching it? 
when we know it's not good for us. Think about it. Our flesh wants, it craves for these things. It's craving for the things that are not of God. So why watch it? Because it feeds into our carnal instincts. That is not good for us. So we need to cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience is fulfilled. What does verse 6 mean? King James Version I looked up puts it this way. This is 2 Corinthians 10 verse 6 by the way. Having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So when you are obedient to God's word, you take revenge on disobedience. Revenge in the in the Greek in Strong's concordance is spelt or pronounced rather ek dikeo ek dikeo G1556 it's to vindicate to retaliate to punish when we retaliate to to carnality with godly principles we vindicate ourselves we just set ourselves free from the bondage that Satan wishes to inflict upon us we set ourselves free from the strongholds that trap us that bind us that end up as wrong beliefs and wrong beliefs end up as wrong actions doing a series with Joseph Prince at the moment on right believing it's a wonderful series you need to read it it's wonderful stuff instead of ridiculing people we should only have good thoughts towards our brothers and sisters in Christ, our fellow believers. When we understand that our fellow believers are simply trying to obey God's word, then we will understand their true motives. God's will is for every believer to trust him in everything. Trust our Heavenly Father, our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, and our teacher, our helper, our comforter, the Holy Spirit. Trinity. Trust in the Trinity is to obey God's word. None of us do that entirely. We're all on a journey and that good news is no matter how well we succeed, God still loves us. He loves us the same. His love is level, it's constant. Our performance has no bearing on his love for us. Our performance only has bearing on what degree of victory we walk in. We have that victory. Jesus won it for us at the cross at Calvary. To walk in victory, we need to be obedient to God's word. When I say he won it for us at Calvary, actually the victory was won when he was raised from the dead. So important to remember that. It's the raising of Jesus from the dead which finished the victory. And we have that same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead inside of us. 
So to walk in victory, we need to be obedient to God's word. When we learn to constantly walk in the spirit, we walk in victory. When we walk in the flesh, we're not walking in victory. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ will help us walk in total victory. So I read those verses again. 2 Corinthians 10 verses 4 to 6. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. God bless you.